Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, the uh, your and Diamond Update. Day. I trust everybody had a great weekend. Uh, thank you for everybody who came out to Sacramento at the Hard, at Hard Rock Live. And, of course, uh, thank you for coming out to uh, Las Vegas. I had a wonderful time. Did you yeah. want any money? I didn't uh, uh. give the money right back. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'll keep you know, they've straight. actually paid me in some, some of the money in chips before. I'm like, this is a setup. Nobody's, they've not paid uh, you in chips give it, before. They, they've, give, they've given me some of the money in chips. Yeah, they have. So you go, not, you not, can go cash them in, but you got to pass absolutely. all those tables before uh, you get there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do yeah, that. You're like, uh-uh. Might as well just throw them at this crap table. See what happens. Mm-mm. Yeah, they they sometimes well they'll hear about you. Like I'm not a big gambler, like but I gamble when I go. It's, what's the point? What's the most you ever won? Uh, Eight thousand mm. dollars. What game? Crap. I mean, I uh, I've won in blackjack. I was playing at the hundred at uh, five hundred dollar table. They should but, change craps to I just be damn. Yeah, but it's craps is the sexiest game though. It is. It no, is. Ru- no. I'd say roulette is the game that makes you feel the most like James Bond. Right. You ever play roulette? I don't. I don't even know what that is. It's the wheel. You oh, I've seen that. Game. Yeah, with the balls, and the ball has the land that's on the color. That's not the game we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> see, that's why they I play that game in Vegas too. <laughs> it's legal there. <laughs> it is. It. Do you know? At one point, um, marijuana uh, was uh, a felony. Habit possession of marijuana was a felony. But proof of use was, uh, possession of marijuana was a misdemeanor, but proof of use was a felony. So, in other words, you can have a whole joint, but if you have a half one, we know you smoked it. Well, so, what if you're holding it for somebody else? They, they, what, you'll be too. holding their time, too. <laughs> you'll be holding their time, too. All right, uh, we're going to celebrate Will Smith's birthday in today's mix. Uh, we got uh, happy birthday to Donnie, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Happy birthday to Scotty Pippen. Man, I wonder what he thinks about it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him. Mar- He'll tell you. We need to get no. him on the show. We need to try no, to get him no, on No, no, no. I see him at sometimes playing golf. Happy birthday to Mark Hamill, Luke, Luke Skywalker. Happy birthday to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Happy birthday to Michael Douglas. Isn't it ironic that they were married and they have their birthdays on the same day? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Crazy. You can't forget her birthday. Happy birthday to, uh, of course, Michael Douglas. Oh, he looks like Heather. he forgets his now, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Heather Locklear. Happy birthday to Barbara Walters. Happy birthday to Chauncey Billups. Happy birthday to Bob McAdoo. Happy birthday to Lucky Day. And, of course, possibly, of course, happy birthday to Christopher Reeve, Superman. We got a great show lined up for you, of course. We have 90 seconds of 90s hits with DJ Lucci. Plus, I will have a little note from the GED section and the Jazz Report. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. I'd like for you to name me an industry where you could get caught at a uh, kid-friendly play um, um, fondling each other, a man and woman, or anybody fondling each other, vaping and talking loud, and still keep your job. I know teachers that have lost their job for having a fans-only page or taking risque pictures on Instagram. Pee Wee Herman lost his job and he was just messing with his own Pee Wee. So I can't <laughs> name me a job where you could keep your job as a national disgrace, where people could find out that you have uh, done something that is detrimental to the image of your employer, right? Name me a job where you could get fired from that job, try to take that job back violently, uh, try to make false, uh, falsified documents to get the job back and then be the number one candidate for said job. 
The only place you can do that is the Republican Senate and Congress and the Republican national uh, uh, nominee for president. Potential nominee for president. You couldn't do you if, if you you couldn't do what Donald Trump has done and be an employee at White Castle. Damn the White House. You couldn't get fondled if, at, at Beetlejuice and keep your job anywhere. But Lauren Boebert, uh, the uh, co- congressman from Boulder, Colorado, says, well, uh, I, you know, I'm going to check the, the next time I'm going to check uh, his party affiliation. It was the first date. It was that. That's not all you need to check. It ain't the D in the back of his name. It was the D in your hand that we're, we're talking about. I don't care what they do. I care that they say things that inhibit people from living the lives they want to. Like, imagine Hunter Biden is charged for lying and falsifying the document while having a gun. Imagine if he weren't Hunter Biden's, uh, if he weren't Joe Biden's son. He would be a champion of the Second Amendment. They don't even want domestic abusers or substance abusers to not be able to have guns as evidence by several states where they pass law. They hate red flag laws. So imagine saying one thing and doing another. And flash to now the Senate is now going to impose a dress code as if that's their problem. They don't care that it was three or four senators along with congressmen that were involved actively trying to overthrow the government. But you care how he looks? Susan Collins from Maine says she's so distraught about the uh, potential of uh, 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 Chuck Schumer loosening the dress code that she's thinking of wearing a bikini. She's threatening to wear a bikini. She's more upset about being told how to dress than casting votes for Supreme Courts that told women they don't have autonomy of their own body. These are the things they worried about. They care more about the John Fetterman wears sweatpants than you had three. Uh, you had Ted Cruz, uh, uh, Josh Hawley, and the senator from Wisconsin actively consorting to overthrow the government. Actively. But you care how they dress? It is the things that you, you fight for and lobby for and care about that are so different than the things that people need that make people disrespect you. That's why no one has respect for the Congress or the Senate at all. You're more mad about what somebody wears than somebody actively trying to overthrow the government. You're more mad at what somebody wears than somebody taking away the rights of millions of women to have autonomy of their own body. You're, you're, uh, somebody uh, marrying somebody that you don't like or wearing a dress, if it's a man or a woman, or, or, or declaring who they are, then you are somebody representing you, embarrassing you in public. All you have to do is the job you swore to do, to uphold the Constitution. That's it. You can't even do that. No one could keep their job and do the things that these congressmen and senators are doing right now. No one could do it. You couldn't do it anyway. How is the highest uh, bo- uh, uh, governmental body in the in the land held to the lowest standards? Why do they get to do these things? It's because their constituents let them and drag everybody else down with them. What is Lauren Barber giving anybody in her constituents besides embarrassment? But you like it. It pisses me off that that uh, that. Uh, Chuck Schumer would fight harder for uh, John's um, uh, Fetterman's right to wear sweatpants and a woman's right to choose. These are the things you fight for. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how you dress. A hoodie doesn't make you a thug any more than a flag pendant makes you a patriot. That's a little bit more. That's a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. American households will now be able to request four more free at home COVID tests from the federal government. One request from each household will be accepted for a limited round of ordering this winter through COVIDtest.gov. The first tests are set to be shipped out by the U.S. Postal Service uh, the week of December 19th. Yeah. Get your tests. Yeah. 
grab your cold, and get and your, get your test. test. Because COVID has made a comeback. Leave the what? worries by the doorstep. Yeah. So roughly a quarter of low-income adults over the age of 65 have absolutely no medical insurance. Yeah. That's the age when most Americans become eligible for Medicare, the federal health insurance for seniors. But many of the uninsured seniors are Hispanic Americans who are not eligible for that coverage. That's you know so what? Sad. Do you know that uh, the, the people they contribute about fifty to sixty billion dollars in found money because they pay taxes, Social Security, mm-hmm. all these taxes that they make up fake get, names. They yeah. get so if they if we took them out the economy, the, the, the economy would, clo- uh, would would probably shudder in three months. I think so. Nobody will. But I know a dude who used to work for the city for thirty years, a Mexican cat. He worked for the city for 30 years, and he retired and didn't have any benefits because it wasn't his real name or real social security. Damn. You think they gave him back, back that money? No, of think? course not. Of course not, they didn't. So, of course. Um, this is uh, this is very interesting. Um, if, uh, if your dog hates your uh, your partner, do you get a new dog or a new partner? Oh. <laughs> Does a dog have monkey pox? Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> we just did this. Now, um, but, yeah, if, if, if your partner, that's the question. If your partner... Hates your dog, your dog hates your partner, you get a new partner, a new dog. That's the question that we're posing to you, 877-242-2426. Also, it is up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show, or the website, thedlhughleyshow.com. All right, we're going to begin to hear calls directly. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The thing that's interesting, the question we're asking is, do if your partner hates your dog and your dog hates your new partner, um, do you get rid of the partner or the dog? It, 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 uh, that's the question we're going to pose. We're going to go to our social media platform. Um, Jasmine, uh, so we're going to need you to <laughs> tap into the millennial network and see what's the, going on the out there. Internet. So it looks like April out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, says that she would get rid of her partner. Yeah, oh, wow. it depends on how quick. close you are, how long you had the dog. Yeah, I think there are a lot of factors that weigh into it. Can I give the dog to someone who lives next door so I could visit? You know, how long have I had All the dog? All you got to do is put them in the back. Put them in the back like you do kids when, when somebody I, come over. Well, sometimes <laughs> that's where you're going is to the back. So. <laughs> well, so, yeah, because suppose it progresses until that's your fiance or something. And they, but, you know, dog try to bite them all the time or something. Right. Like, come on, man. That's, yeah. Well, she that's trusts but, the dog. You know, there are people. So, you know, she know the dog. No, who... Who's there with them? See, that's what people think. There are people who believe that dogs can intuit things. Yeah. And that they, yeah. If they knew that, that they wouldn't. If dogs had intuition, so many of them wouldn't be in pounds, would they? Would they? they, they wouldn't. <laughs> also, wouldn't be or that's the reason the time, they are right. in pounds. Right. <laughs> with your intuitive ass. You know so right. much. Yeah. You didn't know the, not to run out in front of that it. car, did you? You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> The dog might have been there through her last three partners. So, yeah, like, you know, so the dog going to be there. You know? Dog is like, another, and another one. <laughs> hey, is this, does this dog belong to DJ Khaled? No, no. <laughs> um, so the question we're asking, uh, if your dog didn't like your partner, your partner didn't like your dog, you get a new partner or a new dog? Is that the question that we're posing to you? 877-242-2426. we got more of your calls coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, it's the Dio Hughley Show, your quarantine, quarantine connection, connection uprising update. update. Right on. If your partner doesn't like your dog and your dog does not like your partner, do you do partner a new dog? Now, good partners are rare, but good dogs are rare too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the one thing about dogs, at least you can breed out the behavior that you don't like. I don't know that you could do that with a mate. <laughs> you can't breed out you behavior. Breed it out in you can one generation. Like, you can't dogs. do it. Yes, you can. Yeah. But not, not, you know, a man, a mate. You can't, but dogs you can. Not, it takes a couple of generations. It's not, it's yeah. not going to just. <laughs> no, but, but I'm telling you. Can't, you. They just can't go back in the back room and hit a puppy to act no, right. No, but I, I'm telling you, you actually can. I, I know you don't believe it, but you can. You so you could can. take Bella. I have a and, neighbor and, right now who has a bulldog and didn't want, he wanted to breed the dog, but he didn't want a dog that drools. So he, I don't know what he did chemically, but he paid a lot of money and that dog sired other dogs and those dogs don't yeah, stop Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, but that's... Yeah, I mean, if you got that, the money to the do next, it. That I'm doesn't help you with that partner. Right, but that's what I just said, that you can do it, you can at least breed it out of a dog, but bad behavior out of a mate, you can't. So perhaps you keep the mate, I mean, keep the dog and not the mate. I don't know. <laughs> you... Uh, I'm just I'm just over the bulldog who salivates and got bred out. And I, I'm confused it about is, that. True. Yeah. You know, I mean, it causes other problems, but you get yeah, you don't pee you either. Don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that dog is in pain. Yeah, your, your your neighbor he came back with a sponge. Obviously, that's what happened. All right, we got a question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen: Is uh, if your dog hates your partner, your partner hates your dog, do you give her the dog or the partner? That's the question we are posing to you. 877-242-2426. More of your calls coming up directly. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, we got a dog. You got a new partner. And the partner doesn't like the dog, and the dog doesn't want like the partner. Uh, do you give her the, get a new partner or a new dog? Um, <laughs> I think it depends on how far you are along. I do. Yeah, in both cases. Mm-hmm. In the relationship with the dog and in the relationship yeah. with the mate. If he's new, if the, if the mate is new, just, you know, kick him to the curb. Skip, you love Barkley, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Barkley's yeah. my man right there, boy. Yeah, it depends on how far. <laughs> if it's a puppy or, you know, you're yeah. ready for it to go. Well, because the puppy is so new, you can get used to another one. You can get a new one. Yeah. You know, Barkley five years in, so he's good. You know, come yeah, on. but Tiffany was there first anyway, so. Yeah, he, so you know, he, she probably be. put me out before the dog, you know. <laughs> yeah. It could be difficult. Let's let's say Jasmine, like you got you got your dogs. Your dogs are your dogs, right? Right. So you and first of all, it's gonna be a while, just like kids, it's gonna be a while before somebody comes to your house. True. So that means y'all might have spent a little time together. You like, oh, you really feeling dude. He could be the Correct. one. Like boom, boom, boom. So now you progress to the point where he gets to your house and all of a sudden them dogs is like no. But you've already like, dude, he might be the dude. Well, here's then how it's a little I more difficult, even though he's, it's he's not a difficult new dude. for me, because let me just say this. Uh, I'm still single. I've not been married because I have not found the right dude. For me, I haven't found the right dude. Doesn't mean no one's so asking me to marry It's easier finding dogs, huh? I found these dogs <laughs> in about th- two weeks. <laughs> two so of them. For me, I'm just, well, actually, I got them one at a time. So when I found one, it only took me, it, it didn't even take me two weeks. I did my research, boom, found him, was a great breeder, got the dog, 
every I had to wait obviously for the dog to be born saw the pictures it was easy two months top because you know eight weeks and then the journey here the next batch was born they, next litter. they didn't catfish you on the, on no, the, with the picture with the wrong picture they did not <laughs> But guess what? I'm still looking for a good dude. <laughs> so I'm going to have to keep the dude. I just called a reader back. Hey, now. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's get another one. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, the question that we're asking, if your dog has a partner or your partner hates your dog, you get a new partner or a new dog. That's the question we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. We'll get into your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. And the question we're asked, if you got a, a new ma- partner and it doesn't like your dog and the dog doesn't like the partner, you get a new partner, a new dog, that's the question we're posing to you. We're going right to the phones. What's up? Hey, I think they should get rid of him the dog. The dog, the dog knows something. Um, if my partner hated my dog, I'm going to keep my dog. Now, my partner could come over and I could put my dog away, um, but I'm not getting rid of my, my, my pet. Well, that's quite simple. Uh, number one, uh, I'm hoping you're afraid that, like, husband and wife, I'm not no partner because, you know, I'm a male, I'm not no male or male. So, no, after all, but number one, the dog ain't paying no bills. The dog's sitting there eating food. So, quite naturally, you get rid of the dog. You know, dog's eating, the dog's eating food. The dog ain't contributing for other than paying no bills or nothing. Dog's sitting there eating food. Eat, uh, dumb, uh, they got dumping stuff in the yard. Dog ain't doing nothing just uh, eating uh, food and Take a dump in the yard. Your, your wife, you know, not no partner because it's fine. me, husband, and wife, you know, stripping around the house with dogs are eating food and taking a dump and stuff in the yard, you know. But no, you get rid of the dog, you know. Well, it, it, the, the, the question variables because if you just got the dog and you, you've been with the chick, then you know you get rid of the dog. But if, if, the, you, if the chick is old school, you know, and she she come from a decent family, you know, and good background. Then you keep her, and you know, get rid of the dog. You know, you put it in the shelter or whatever. But you got so many variables nowadays because you don't know what you get. <laughs> you don't know what you get with, with. Yeah, so I mean, you know, so only thing I can say, bro, is pray on it. <laughs> you know, this is a real toughie because now you're figuring in who's the most uh, entertaining, how long have you had the dog uh, versus uh, the potential of the other one being entertaining, the two-legged one versus the four-legged one. If the dog is like maybe going towards end of life, you know, they have such a short lifespan, um, what, you know, what do you do? But for me, if it was between a partner and my pet, I'm going to have to choose my pet. Because they're um, they're extremely loyal and they're kind, as opposed to someone else might, you know, not so much. I mean, that's hard because you know it's just a lot of love there, and I'm pretty sure most of the time you've had that pet long and you've met that person, and it's not so easy to just say, well, I'm going to get rid of my, you, you know, um, my Loki for whomever that's that's a lot um so uh jasmine you 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 said you'd hold out it would depend on how financially stable the dude was right well yeah and other factors as well i mean and and this is the truth right so i i'm still single i've been single for a long time because i haven't found the guy that i think matches with me not that you know i haven't had dates or whatever uh, and so it's been a difficult thing. I think a lot of black women find themselves in that position for one reason or another. I found my dog in like a week. 
I found a great breeder. It took, you know, eight weeks for the dog to to get ready to be delivered to me. And then I found the second dog literally like, I guess, in less time because I used the same breeder. So it was easier for me to find the dog that matched me than it is to find a dude that matches me. So if I find a guy and I'm now bringing him to my house, which is not an easy thing because not everybody gets to come to my house. So I, I don't know. I might have to just go back to the breeder and get a new dog. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. There you go. Just the thought. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay, no. Good dog. Yeah, good dog, dog easy to find. Huh? It's different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good <laughs> good dog, easy to find. Good man is yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Same difference. Same difference. You and your new man can go <laughs> pick out a new dog from the breeder. So. Yeah, there you go. Hey, we can get your dog to go in your purse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be getting to your calls directly. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, do you, uh, if you got a new man and your dog doesn't like him and the dog doesn't like uh, your man and your man doesn't like your dog, you get a new man and a new dog, that's the question we're posing to you. We're going to the phones. What do you say? This is Dee from Goldsboro, and I say you should get rid of a partner. I don't care how long it's been. Dogs supposed to be your best friend. They have better judgment. Get rid of the partner. Hey, Skip, man, I might have to get rid of the, my partner, bro, because uh, my dog is like my child, especially if he's, you know, been in my family, so, you know. Well, I think, first, hello, how are you? I think that keeping your dog is um the best thing. And, you know, you, you can always find different partners in life. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, animals is your best friend. Uh, I, have a, I have a Pomeranian right now, and um, he bites the shit out of my husband. I, we've been married for 30 years. You know, when my husband wants to touch me, my dog just be like, oh, no. you got to get permission first. So I'll keep the dog and, you know, do away with him. Um, I think people are a dime a dozen. I would keep the dog. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I don't feel like people really need to have that much space in your life, but I feel like the dogs add so much more value. So personally, I would keep the dog. Yeah, uh, I was in a similar situation. Me and my lady has been together for three years now, and she got rid of the dog. The dog didn't like me. She got rid of the dog. She cried about it, but she got rid of the dog. See, sometimes people do things to dogs. Now, um, I, we had a little shit to. And so our dog was okay with everybody. But when my son's one friend came over, I think he, I don't know if he jumped at the dog or whatever. He did not like him. See, you got to look at it like that, too. Sometimes uh, people do things to dogs, and they don't for, they don't forget. So I would not get rid of my dog. He'd have to go. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to tell you, I am a dog person, Okay. And a dog knows more than you do because they can sense things about people. So if your dog doesn't like the person that you have in the house, they got to go. 
We got today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. That's coming up in 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. And now it's time for our Millennial Minute with the one and only Especial K. And it's your boy Special K with the Millennial Minute, baby, baby. How y'all doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm going to tell you who's not doing good at all. Uh Uh-oh. Danny Masterson. Yeah. In addition to being sentenced to 30 years uh, to life in prison, uh, his wife is divorcing him finally. See you later, bye. Yeah, 30 years bye. in jail. I'm sure that's the least of his problems. Huh? Yeah. 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 I think he'll have a new wife pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> he'll be a new wife whether, pretty soon. Whether he likes it or not. Yeah. And it's your boy, Special K with the Millennial Minute, baby, baby. All right, Jazz and Sanders talking all that jazz with celebrity chef JJ. That's coming up in less than 15 minutes. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Uh, remember, if you're in Houston uh, at uh, Houston Improv, I'm going to be there this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Saturday, and uh, one Sunday. But we always do really well. I always have a great time in Houston. Always. Great yeah. time. Houston, Dallas, Austin. Always. Why are you coming over here, Jay? Because you know he's a Texan. He's all, I don't care. I, I'm glad my people treat you well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, But you're a Dallas dude. You're not a Houston dude. Yeah, but I'll be out there in Houston with you this weekend. Damn it! Oh, look at that. <laughs> I I, this strike got to be over. People get the opportunity <laughs> to see Andy and Jay up close This strike has to be over. <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. I can't take it. <sighs> well, anyway, I'll be there. And uh, Jay, uh, Indian Jay will be there. If you like Swarma, he'll be out front. It'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. No, I'm just kidding. You, uh, happy, uh, this condolences to JJ from the SIP. Uh, he lost his wife. Oh. JJ, a very funny comic. JJ from the SIP. He's a very, very funny I've comic. I've seen it. Oh, in Dallas. He's, uh, he does radio in Dallas, but he lost his wife and... Um, it is just a, a tragic thing. So our yeah. prayers are definitely with him. And uh, uh, you know who say? else lost someone, and we who? didn't say anything who? about it? Uzi D. Oh yeah, he lost his dad. His dad. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uzi from sorry Charlotte. About, yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry, Uzi. Sorry, Condolences sorry, Uzi. to you I'm and sorry, your family. Man. I'm sorry. It's terrible. Oh, wow. It is. It's uh. It's interesting. We live in an interesting part of the game right now. We do. Very interesting. Uh, but our sh- uh, definitely our thoughts and prayers are with uh, with Uzi and uh, of course JJ. We are praying for you. Jasmine's gonna be talking with uh, celebrity chef JJ, plus the Hughley Hustle Home Will Smith birthday mix, and uh, we got another short bus records presentation. Plus Jasmine will finally cover the hot topics of of the do, day with do, what's do. trending. <laughs> it's the deal, Hughley Chef. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Uh, welcome to the show. He is a celebrity uh, chef. And... Talking all that jazz. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. Of course you are. Being a James Beard <laughs> award-winning chef, got your own TV show, <laughs> personality got a new book out got a a, a a restaurant in Harlem of course you're all right <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to live the dream congratulations uh, on your new book the simple art of rice thank you 
a couple of things I want to say right out the gate. I personally don't think there's anything simple about rice for a number yes, of there reasons. Is. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. First of all, for me, rice is one of the hardest things to make. Every time I make it, it's either too sticky or it's too mushy. And I feel like there has to be a secret to getting it right. And clearly, you've unlocked what that secret is. Yes, I definitely unlocked that secret. That's why I wrote the book, Simple Water Advice, for people like you yes. that have been having hard times. <laughs> and, um, you know, rice just doubles in size. You need the right size pot. You just need to use the finger trick to measure the, the liquid. And you the just finger trick? Wait a second. That sounded interesting. What is that about? What's the finger trick? You take your third finger, you put it on the top of the rice, you pour the, the water to your first knuckle, you put the top on, you put it on medium heat, and it doesn't matter if your hand's bigger than mine or my hand's bigger than yours, it will work out. It will give you a great pot of rice every time. Hmm, I will try that the next time I am cooking rice. Now, I, I'm curious to know, uh, I read a little bit about you, about your upbringing, and I wanted to know why a love letter to rice? You know, at my, my, my table growing up, with my southern grandmother and my Puerto Rican grandmother, rice was always at the center of the table. Everybody got really excited about it. When I started traveling the world cooking in Ghana, rice came to the table, jollof rice would come to the table and people would, would, would go, it was like a line. Mm. And um, I was like, well, why, why don't we here in, in the United States get excited about rice? It's always an afterthought, it's a side dish, it's just there. Yeah. And for me, when I developed my restaurant field trip, you know, I, I have a slogan that's called Rice's Culture. I believe that rice is, can, really connects us all. Now, the book is already available, is that correct? Yeah, the book came out September 12th, so it's really already available in small bookstores, online, big bookstores, so it, it, it's available everywhere. I love it. And what do, you, what do you hope that people take away from this book outside of learning how to cook rice the correct way <laughs> for me? Um, I, I think I think a lot of people just don't realize that rice started in West Africa, mm. and that you know you know there's there's deep history in it, and and that rice was a cash crop in America like cotton and gold. Yeah. Um, so sure. if you're if you're in if you're in the history, if you're like a political junkie, and you want to read up on something that you know tells a different story than you've been reading about or watching. The Simple Art of Rice will also give that to you, too. Yeah, and also do a little cooking in the process. I know we can watch you on Clio TV. I know you you have Just Eats with Chef JJ. Uh, I'm looking forward to being able to come on that show and show you how to make rice and put uh, sugar and butter on it. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to do I, I, I that. Want you guys, I want you on. I want you guys on. Come on. I mean, Just Eats on Clio TV. That, you know, when you were talking about gathering at the table, um, maybe it doesn't have to be at the table. Maybe it could be at the kitchen counter, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what Just Eats is. It's like kitchen counter, table talk going on. I'm cooking. Somebody's there. We're talking about whatever you want to talk about. And you could just see the fun, the laughter. Um, and we, we might disagree on something or it might get a little heated here or there. But that's what food does. And um, I'm very thankful to be on Just Eats. It's our fifth season. I'm on every week on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. And... Um, it's really fun and had some really amazing guests. And I hope you're going to pull up. Well, I will, for sure. And, you know, I'm, I bring a little something-something with me, like a light, nice tequila or a little bottle of wine to go with that heated Ooh, conversation. You're talking about you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Well, Chef bring JJ, I wish you. Bring that oh, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. And you bring the heat and you bring a little sugar for that rice, okay? <laughs> Don't play. <laughs> Thank you, Chef JJ. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you very much for dropping by the Hughley Hustle Home Mix with uh, the Hughley Hustle Home Will Smith Birthday Edition is coming up. Plus, we got a special K. He's going to drop another joint on Short Bus Records. That's up in 20 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man. What? Man. Now we don't have to do it. It took so long to do that. Tell these people what's trending. Well, is the strike over or isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good news at the Writers Guild of America and, uh, of course, the major Hollywood studios came to a tentative agreement yeah. yesterday. Uh, of course, it's been almost five months since they've gone on strike, but now, obviously, they're looking towards the uh, the actors who are still yeah, on yeah. strike, by the way. And, of course, this the- agreement does not include gamers and streaming and things like that, but apparently they've reached a three-year film and TV contract that includes, I guess, some of the demands that they wanted as screenwriters right. and you know things that they been fighting for but now you know they want better pay obviously for you know the the gamers and whatnot you know it's interesting that writers haven't signed a contract that's crazy they, it, don't they write i thought the actors had but the writers well, the, the yeah. writers have yeah. the actors have the, well, the writers have the, the, the deal is tentative they haven't signed it yet, right right but so. they they say that more likely than not they will sign yeah. the deal everything now is just kind of like you know the stuff that you go through it's the actors that they're now concerned about whether or not they can reach a deal with them yeah, they will. Come so, on. So, we'll see. I'm also, so tired of them actors coming in here. Yeah. Well, I hope they reach the deal because I'm so tired of them. What am I, the way station for actors? I mean, listen. <laughs> also trending a, a video <laughs> surface over the weekend that actually is from a long time. It's actually from 2022. But you saw where a black gymnast was overlooked. I saw in Ireland. In the ceremony of giving out the medals. Man. Yes, in Ireland. Uh, the family says that this uh, young girl has been going through this kind of thing for years now. It's not the first time that something like this has happened. The fact that the video just resurfaced after a year or more of being, you know, I guess in the dark. I don't know. They did receive, I guess, um, uh, a flimsy apology from the, uh, I guess, the gymnastic world in Ireland. But the parents say that we don't accept it because we know they don't mean it. And they didn't even write it to her. They just said to whom it may concern. Listen, it's horrible. But you live in Ireland. Yeah, come on, you got to go. Yeah, but still. I, and, and a bottle of Afrosheen to be found there. <laughs> but still, you know. They, no, I get it. Terrible. I get it. But I, look, listen, the Irish aren't, aren't exactly known for their love of the colored people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not necessarily. I'm just saying. But still pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can't have a trophy, but you can have a shillelagh. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> anyway, but finally, It was trendy. very sad, though. Shout I out to say. Usher. Yeah. Confirmed as the Super Bowl halftime performer yeah. for the the big big that's show gonna in Vegas, yep. gonna be a great one. Yeah, that's what's trending. You know, um, it's uh, it's very interesting because I had a show in uh, in Vegas uh, uh, this weekend at uh, the Mirage. It was great, had a good time, but you could tell Usher wasn't there. You know, I was so tired because you know, so they were looking for you know a substitute, and people throwing their underwear on stage. It was crazy. Nobody <laughs> throwing nothing at you. <laughs> Stop. That's crazy. Some of them are so big. I was like, should I put this on my car? I don't know what this is. It's a chamois. All right, coming up next, the military man Jamal Kingsley is here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. That's up in less than 15 minutes. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, indictment update. Oh, man, a little sassy. A little yeah, sassy. Put my hand on my hip. Uh, 
<laughs> and you Listen, dip, I dip. Okay, yeah. There you go. Thank yeah, you, Skip. Yeah. Thank and you, Skip. Our computers are all over the floor. I'll tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're in Houston, uh, you don't want to miss it. I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Houston Improv. And um, uh, Jay, uh, Indian Jay will be there along with both days. Indian Jay will be... Um, He'll be out tr- front. He'll look like the Swami from Big. Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you your future. <laughs> you remember that? Do you, you like Big, the movie Big? I love the movie Have you seen Big. the porno? It's- uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> it was called Bigger. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be there in Houston. I love performing in Houston, in Dallas, in uh, Austin. San Antonio, too. Yeah. I like Austin because my brother lives there. Well, he lives in Pflugerville. Yeah, so he lives in Ville. Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.Pflugerville.P
try to take that job back violently, uh, try to make false uh, falsified documents to get the job back and then be the number one candidate for said job. The only place you can do that is the Republican Senate and Congress and the Republican national uh, uh, nominee for president, potential nominee for president. You couldn't do you if, if you you couldn't do what Donald Trump has done and be an uh, employee at White Castle. Damn the White House. You couldn't get fondled if, at, at Beetlejuice and keep your job anywhere. But Lauren Boebert, uh, the uh, co- congressman from Boulder, Colorado, says, well, uh, I, you know, I'm going to check the, the next time I'm going to check uh, his party affiliation. It was the first date. It was that. That's not all you need to check. It ain't the D in the back of his name. It was the D in your hand that we're, at, we're talking about. I don't care what they do. I care that they say things that inhibit people from living the lives they want to. Like, imagine Hunter Biden is charged for lying and falsifying a document while having a gun. Imagine if he weren't Hunter Biden's, uh, if he weren't Joe Biden's son. He would be a champion of the Second Amendment. They don't even want domestic abusers or substance abusers to not be able to have guns as evidenced by several states where they pass law. They hate red flag laws. So imagine saying one thing and doing another. And flash to now, the Senate is now going to impose a dress code as if that's their problem. They don't care that it was three or four senators along with congressmen that were involved actively trying to overthrow the government. But you care how he looks? Susan Collins from Maine says she's so distraught about the uh, potential of uh, 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 Chuck Schumer loosening the dress code that she's thinking of wearing a bikini. She's threatening to wear a bikini. She's more upset about being told how to dress than casting votes for Supreme Courts that told women they don't have autonomy of their own body. These are the things they worried about. They cared more about the John Fetterman wear sweatpants than you had three. Uh, you had Ted Cruz, uh, uh, Josh Hawley, and the senator from Wisconsin actively consorting to overthrow the government. Actively. But you care how they dress? It is the things that you, you fight for and lobby for and care about that are so different than the things that people need that make people disrespect you. That's why no one has respect for the Congress or the Senate at all. You're more mad about what somebody wears than somebody actively trying to overthrow the government. You're more mad at what somebody wears than somebody taking away the rights of millions of women to have autonomy of their own body. You're, you're, uh, somebody uh, marrying somebody that you don't like or wearing a dress, if it's a man or a woman, or, or, or declaring who they are, then you are somebody representing you, embarrassing you in public. All you have to do is the job you swore to do, to uphold the Constitution. That's it. You can't even do that. No one could keep their job and do the things that these congressmen and senators are doing right now. No one could do it. You couldn't do it anyway. How is the highest uh, bo- uh, uh, governmental body in the in the land held to the lowest standards? Why do they get to do these things? It's because their constituents let them and drag everybody else down with them. What is Lauren Barber giving anybody in her constituents besides embarrassment? But you like it. It pisses me off that that uh, that. Uh, Chuck Schumer would fight harder for uh, John's um, uh, Fetterman's right to wear sweatpants and a woman's right to choose. These are the things you fight for. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how you dress. A hoodie doesn't make you a thug any more than a flag pendant makes you a patriot. That's a little bit more. That's a little note from the GED section. Just the D.L. Hughley show. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. 
President Joe Biden is set to join the United Auto Workers picket line this week. He'll travel to Michigan Tuesday to stand in solidarity with the men and women of the UAW as they fight for a fair share of the value they help create. It comes as the union recently expanded its strike to 20 states after no substantial progress was made with the big three automakers on a new contract. UAW workers say they want a 40% pay increase, cost of living adjustments, and pensions for all workers. The House GOP conference is continuing negotiations to come up with a legislative plan to avert a government shutdown. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he's optimistic that some sort of deal will be worked out ahead of the September 30th deadline. The renewed push comes after two previous efforts to unite Republicans around a stopgap funding resolution failed. For all the news 24-7, go to newsone.com. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned? It's coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. That will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. Remember that if you're in Houston, Texas, I'm going to be there at the Houston Improv, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So come check us out if you get an opportunity. Jasmine Sanders, what in the hell did you learn today? Well, I know we played uh, Drake Hotline Bling a little bit earlier. I'm just hoping him and Halle Berry were able to clear up their differences. Yeah, I, I saw he released a, an album, a new song, something with slime in it or whatever, and he had asked her people if he could use a picture of her from like, um, what is it, the Nickelodeon Nickel- yeah, Awards I, with yeah. the slime? She said no. He, he used it. it anyway. Yeah, he, he she said, we said, I asked her people, and she said, but my people said no, and you right. didn't. Well, he said, she said, his people ask my people's people. <laughs> In other words, he didn't get to me. Right. My people's people. But, and I said no, yeah. and he used it anyway. But it's a courtesy because it, you can purchase that very Of thing. course, yeah, absolutely. Getting, but he said he it. thought that, you yeah. know, yeah. he would be the bigger person and listen, simply listen, appreciate listen, and respect Listen, Catwoman, no. I asked you, you said no. <laughs> it's easy to get permission, <laughs> forgiveness and permission. I know that. Yeah. Um, Skip, my man Cheatham, what'd you learn today? Getting to be a good time of year. You know, we all in the middle of football season right now. So, yep. you know, we're going to yep. be watching the game tonight. But you, they about to go to uh, training camp for the NBA, too. So, you know, yep. it's get, getting busy right now. Getting busy. Man, I'm telling you, that, that Michael Parsons is on some. He's a, 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 Oof. a, Oof. a great player. Freak of nature. Now, baby. Dallas got a great defense. They offense. Yeah, but they defense. Oof. Offense is hey, right. offense ain't bad. It ain't bad. That's and that's all it you do. When you got a great defense, defense, all you got to yep. do is not be bad. Ask the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Ask, yep. The, <laughs> ask the Denver Broncos. Yep. Um, coming up in the next deal, Hughley show. Sometimes people get really upset with the things I say, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called. <laughs> hey, Dak, you want to say something? F U D L Hughley. F U D L Hughley. Plus, we will honor someone's benevolence as a human being of the week. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tout, tout. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.